Dear leaders, the Leaders Lounge brought to you by the World Class Training Institute is here for you. Leaders need support too, and this is where you'll find it. This podcast will give you the tools, tips, and strategies to help you lead your teams to success. Also, here you will find a soft place to land when your leadership journey feels overwhelming. We will help you to know that you are not alone in handling some of the challenges that you face. Finally, be sure to access worldclasstraining.net. That's worldclasstraining.net to view all of our leadership programs and make sure that you access our newest book, Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. Now, here's the show. Welcome, everyone. We are about four days away from the completion of registration for free to soar. And today I have another amazing guest joining me. She is the person who's going to lead the discussion during week three. Week three, actually week two, I'm sorry. Week two, which is the week about shedding season. Eagles at 40 years of age fly away. They shed their feathers, they pluck their beaks, and they restore themselves so that they can fly even higher. When we're talking about shedding things from our lives, we are going to be talking about things that we have to remove from a relationship standpoint, from a thing standpoint, from a time standpoint, things that are robbing our time but are not creating productivity in our lives and how removing these things or organizing them differently is going to help us to be able to soar in 2024. So I am very excited to have the person who's going to be kind of our subject matter expert for being able to organize our lives and organize our minds so that we can soar. Her name is Dana L'Oreal Morales. She is the owner of the Happiness Bucket, which is a consultancy that assists solopreneurs and side hustlers in the areas of business, personal and home organization and system development. Along with running her business, she also works full time for a global corporate law firm as a senior business process manager where she manages a team of business analysts. Uh, who helped to analyze and design process improvement opportunities. So processes apparently are her thing. Uh, Dana has used and honed these skills during her 25 years, plus years actually, in the corporate and legal industry. She looks forward to helping people with organization and systems development needs. And Dana, welcome to the stage. How are you? I am well. Thank you so much. Good. Thank you so much for joining me. I am excited to have you here and also joining us for Free to Soar, which I hope is going to be an amazing program. I actually was on a call this morning with us, not a call, a Facebook Live with a friend of mine who does a, a morning show. And I had a lady who was so inspired by what we're going to talk about. She says she's enrolling tomorrow because she wants to lock in on the things that she needs to do for next year. So um, they're coming. Hopefully a whole bunch more will come. And after we talk today, (laughs) after we talk today, hopefully we'll inspire people to really know why they need to be thinking about 
decluttering their lives so that they can soar next year. So before we get into that part, Dana, share with me a little bit about, I told the audience about your background. Mm -hmm. Why the happiness bucket? Why that name? So the happiness bucket is a a whole big old thing with the happiness bucket. So back 20, 30 years ago, um, I was sitting with a group of young ladies um, and they all had their own little issues and things that they were dealing with at the time. And me being the senior of the group, um, they were coming to me for advice. And so as we began to talk about what was going on, I realized like they, their focus was on the wrong thing. You know, they, there were relationship issues, there were parent issues. And I'm like, let's talk about what is truly going to make you happy as an individual. What is it that you want? They were so focused on the other thing, the other people, the other issue, you know, the issue that they were dealing with instead of looking at what is truly going to make you happy and let's build from there. And so as we began to look at that, we really started looking at, you know, you have the power to decide what happens with your life. Stop letting the outside things impact you. And so it, it basically is saying, fill yourself with happiness, fill yourself with those things that really build you as an individual. And you're going to fill yourself so much that you're going to overflow. Yes. Flow that happiness out into your surroundings, your family, your friends. Everybody else is going to get the benefit of that because you are focused in on the things that make you happy and the things that you need to be doing. Um, So that's how the happiness bucket came about is because one of the participants, one of the individuals came and said, it's, you know, basically long story short, they they came up with a a piece of that name. And so then I just kind of ran with it. um, Yeah. I love that. And I don't know if you're familiar with um, Lisa Nichols. Are you familiar with her? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, yes. So, you know, she says that we have to learn how to love from our overflow. Mm-hmm. And the only way that we can do that is to fill ourselves up yes. with everything that we need. So that's the exact thing that it sounds like mm-hmm. you're doing with the happiness bucket is to yes. help people to know to fill yourself to overflow. So then people yes. are getting your saucer. <laughs> and not your cup. Yes. Exactly. Because people don't realize how much, you know, they're because they're focused on those other things. If you just hyper focus in on that one goal that you have yes. and then begin to work that plan, right? Because I'm all about, you know, you set the goal, but you got to work the plan beneath the goal. You can't just stop at the idea. And yes. so as you begin to work that plan, that then leads you to the next. I mean, I use myself as an example with all of my clients because I have gone through the journey myself. I've gone through the whole financial piece uh, side of the house and saying, hey, I want to get out of debt. Did that. Okay, I want to buy my own house at a young age. Did that. I want to go natural. Did that. So all these things were a part of my happiness bucket journey. Which led me, I mean, I, I even say, you know, that's how I met my husband. I wasn't looking for him. In fact, okay. I, him. Okay? okay. I was like, uh, no, I'm on my journey. You know, I'm trying to live my best life. Right. Decided I wanted to take up salsa dancing, went to salsa dancing class because it was going to help me lose weight. It was fun. Help me lose weight. Well, I lost weight and met my husband. Isn't it something? And so it, it, it has continued since then. And, and that's yes. what I like, but when you put that focus in right. and, and let go of those things, 
that you don't need. Right. And that yep. that's right. when you reach those goals, it's going to make a big difference in your life. Yeah, I love that you said that last piece too about your husband because I was listening to um David Mann. He said he was talking to some women about like what do you want in a husband? Like write everything down that you want. Mm -hmm. And then after they did that, you know, that whole list, he said, now you become that. Because when you yes. become that, you will attract that. And so that's exactly what you did. You became the person who you knew was your best self or in the becoming of your best self, mm -hmm. you met your life mate. You know, that's it's funny because I, I take clients through an exercise that's similar to that. And just like, tell me if you had all the money in the world, if you right. took out all the barriers, what uh -huh. are the things that are truly going to make you happy and are truly going to just bring you where you want to be? And exactly. the, you know, they get the full list. And I'm like, now eliminate the things that you can't control. You can't control getting married. Nope. That was something on my list. I can't, I can't make somebody love me. I can't make somebody fall, you know, marry me, right. but I can't prepare myself for that. Right. Yes. I can That's say, right. okay, I'm not the best cook. Let me go learn how to cook. Okay. Right. I want to make sure that I'm financially stable. Let me go get finance. So all of those things lead to that goal list. Yes. That's going to help you reach wherever it is that you're trying to reach. Yes. Yes. That's true. That's very good. And so in thinking about where we're headed with this decluttering and, and shedding season, mm -hmm. what are some areas that you personally have thought about? You know what? I'm I'm either spending too much time, uh, resources, energy in the wrong space. What has that mm -hmm. been for you? Oh, I'm going to tell you because I just, I'm actually on the back end of that. Last year, I really just, okay, first of all, just to lay the foundation here, I'm a side hustler. So I have a full-time active job for yes. a corporate law firm. So my day is, you know, booked, right. but I also have a side hustle. Okay. Right. And so I had to really look at number one with my business, my business runs itself. Right. I, right. I'm not looking paycheck to paycheck to try to make my business run. And I right. did that strategically. So I wanted to look at my expenditures and say, OK, what am I spending my money on? What is making me money in my business? And what am I spending my money on that I really don't need to spend my money on right now? And let's make it as lean as possible so that I am not dependent on making, you know, having finances to pay these bills, they're just paid. I just know that going into the year. And so any money that I make throughout the year is just bank, right? I don't have to worry about it. And right. so I really set out on a goal this past year is to find tools for my environment that allowed me, you know, the, the whole world is going to, you know, the SaaS model of you take, do a subscription to your software and you pay every right. month and you pay annually for 12 months of service. Right. Well, I wanted to go back old school and I wanted okay. to say, where are some tools that I can purchase that I just pay one time and I get it. And right. so I replaced a lot of those SaaS model products with those tools because they serviced me in exactly the same way and sometimes better. Okay. And that allowed me to cut that expense. So I no longer have that expense for yes. my you know, scheduling tool. I no longer have the expense over here. So yes. that helped me put more money in my pocket in the end 
uh, by just making that small change of decluttering those tools that no longer were needed in my environment. So that's just something that I know I've recently been doing. And it was a long process. It wasn't just an overnight almond switch tools, right? Because right. when you switch a tool, you have to really evaluate the data that's in that tool. That's move right. It to something else and right. figure out, first of all, figuring out what needs to come. Right. And then when you're bringing it, bringing it over in a strategic way. So there was a whole process around that. I don't want to oversimplify it. Right. Um, but I also don't want to scare people away from it because sometimes those shifts are really good for you because it forces you to really look at what are the processes that I've created. Right. right? If I've had this thing because it's this is business, personal, home. It doesn't matter what where you're doing this process. Whenever you are looking at having something for years, right? Yep. I deal with this with individuals who own their homes. They've had, you know, this one closet, they've always put the right certain things in that closet for years. Well, they think it's organized. They never go into it because it they organized it once and they're like, no, it's fine. That's that, but right. Mm -hmm. Go in there and dig, pull that stuff out. Cause I say, you always have to empty that space. Yes. And when you pull that stuff out or you start to evaluate the stuff that's in your tool or whatever, you start to realize, like, I haven't used this in years. Why am I holding on to it? Exactly. It is taking up visual and mental space yes. that could be utilized for something else. Yes. And so that's, I mean, you know, I, I love we hold I on, We can't even free ourselves to get what we want. I had a moment. I had a speaker when I, I recently moved also. I had a speaker. It's a nice, it was a nice branded speaker, but I had not literally the whole time I was at my previous place used that speaker. So I had put it on the market. It was out there for a couple of months, but finally somebody said they wanted to buy it. Do you know, I had a moment internally with letting that go. And I'm like, do I, you haven't even used that. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And, and we do that all the time, Don. I believe it. I believe yeah. like what is the um, the emotional tie I have to that thing that was just really it was just taking up space. I it's had not used it. Yeah. And a lot of times it's how much I spent on it or who gave it to me or you know like you just feel guilty about uh, but that's a nice thing. Like it's a it's a status symbol, right? But it's like why do do you use like it is taking up physical and mental space, you could get that money in your pocket. Exactly. You know, That's right. People, I'm like, if it's something that you really feel is is worth some, you know, money and you're really struggling, put it on the market. See if somebody's going to purchase it and at least take that money and do something else with it. Exactly. It and take up quality That's space. That's right. Take up, take up space. Exactly. Just because I could say, okay, I have this speaker, but I'm not even using it. Haven't even. Right. So yes, right. I totally appreciate that. And then mm. there was something else that you had said about um, this whole SAS, the subscription piece. And mm. so I'm a big proponent. And I think again, being in business is just gotten me to thinking, Hey, if I can pay for my website one time for the year, I don't want to see this every month, you know, yes. <laughs> whatever oh it is. That I can get done. I don't need you trickling in, and but we think, yep. hey, it's convenient. They're just, you know, but no, you're it's not. The you pay more actually. Yes, you're when you end up money. doing it that way. Yes. yes. And on top of that, I, I, you know, what I coach on is you need to look at a tool and verify that you can pay for it for a year, six months to a year. If you cannot afford a tool that you want to use ahead of time, six to 12 months, 
you don't need it yet. Like you're not ready, right? If you're not at that level yet. So you don't yep. need to be yep. looking at that tool. And I know yep. that's a hard rule for some people to face because like, but I want my business to grow. I need this. You don't because no, no. there are so many businesses that are, are working with tools that are either free or cost less money and are doing a ton of business Just because fine. it's not about that tool. It's about your process. Right. And, That's right. you know, look, I'm about to get on a soapbox because <laughs> you, you don't pick tools to define your process. Okay. Nope. And that's a huge thing that I see. I love that. Today. Say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> you don't pick a tool to define your process. That's right. You define your process first and then find a tool that either can, can meet that process or can help to um, automate that process in some way. That's the, right. A tool that's is a right. tool is a tool. The people come out with tools left and right. Yes. Like is not helping you to if you're if that tool went away tomorrow because with SAS that is a possibility that right. tool goes away tomorrow can you run that that process manually yes and so that's many right. people during the pandemic face this because they had no true process built or defined exactly. they were basing it off of a tool and when that tool when they couldn't afford that tool anymore and they had to cancel that subscription or stop using it because they couldn't afford it. Now right. it's what do we do? That's right. And so we're having to shut our business, whether that be for a couple of weeks or more, because we now have to define this full process that I have to do manually. Yep, that's true. That's true. Oh, that takes that away. Yep, that's so true. And to your point about the process piece, let me tell you, these folks with the, um, which they're okay for those people who need them. But the CRMs, right? The customer resource manager. Mm -hmm. So that was the buzzword. You know, I started in my business and people, you got to have a CRM and you got, and so I got one. Can't even HubSpot or something. Uh -uh. That thing was so clunky. I was like, so you know what I use? I don't have my big one right now. But when I am, so I use I still use Excel and then when I'm calling customer, I use a notepad and I have it separated into five areas, research, meeting notes, opportunity. And I can't remember my fourth one right now. So but it be, that became easier for me because when I'm clicking here, here and here and there may be an easier one. But mm -hmm. to your point about us not thinking that we have to necessarily have the latest tool in order to be right. effective, what we need to have right. is a process that works and that we can do consistently. Mm -hmm. That's the perfect example for me, because yeah. for me, yeah, everybody, you know, they love to say, yeah, I have a CRM and it's called. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to be real. I am team CRM, but yes, I am team CRM for your that fits your business, right? Okay. And to your point, HubSpot, and there's tons of systems, so we're not going to pick on HubSpot. Sure, right, exactly. A ton of CRMs are really created for the big corporate business. And okay, of course, yes. business, that's too much, right? right? There's too much for you to deal with. So one of the courses that I have actually walks people through, like if you're a small business and, and you're done and you've got your spreadsheet and you're like, this is, this works for me. It's, it's automating that, right? Making right. it electronic so you can access that anywhere. And yep. so that is really looking at the things that you can do in your business or in your life. Cause again, it's, it's holistic. 
but things that you can do that can simplify and make it so that you can do whatever you need to do at any time. Because yep. what I tell people, I know I in my Instagram posts and everything, I usually say, are you team paper? Or are you a team electronic? Because there okay. are people who still like paper and I don't yes. grudge you. If you want your spiral notebook, <laughs> live with your spiral notebook. But I say, you know, for me, when we're talking about decluttering and simplification, I don't want to have to carry and make sure I have this notepad and this thing with me everywhere I go. Right. I have a tool, right? Yes. My phone that is always with me. So if right. I can access all of my stuff on my phone in a pinch, if I need to, or log sure. into a computer and get to my stuff, right. that's what, you know, I'm like, that's what I'm looking to do. Right. That's not for everybody, but I want people to really think about what is it that I need on a day-to-day -day basis and what is it that I'm doing and how can I simplify that, right? right? How can I make this more useful and save me time yes. in, in the, in the, um, in the end. So in the end, that's yes. what I, and that is exactly, it's so funny because we didn't talk about this, but like everything that you've talked about are things that I work with clients on yes. and have designed courses around just to meet that specific need. Because a lot of people that come to me, I'm like, either they can't afford the big $500 course, right? Right. Or they don't have a lot of time because they're side hustlers. And so I wanted bite-sized pieces right. of information that can help you get from point A to point Z very quickly and succinctly um, yes. when it comes to organization and process. And so right. like, that's why I said that the, the whole CRM thing, I'm like, yeah. here you go. You like, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what HoneyBook might be? Is HoneyBook a CRM? Because I do use HoneyBook. HoneyBook is a is a conglomerate tool, meaning that it does a lot of different things. Yeah. What I say about systems like that is I don't I honestly do not know what their specialty is. And that's why I like when you have a universal tool like that, I'm I'm very hesitant. Now, I had one designed specifically for me, but okay. the market system specific tools. Right. That are designed a lot of times they don't really specialize in any one piece of the tool set and right. so that's scary to me like i need to know that you specialize in something is it contracts is it crm is it task yeah. management um and so some combination tools they started and these are the ones i tend to lean towards they start with a specialty so maybe it's a project management tool but based off of the needs of project management they then add on um modules right that solve right. a different problem and so okay. their specialty is this but then they solve this other problem and the way they solve it is all unique so okay. those types of universal tools i'm a fan of the one yes. that's just like here you go i'm not but that just may not be my area of expertise right so right they, all systems i won't say all most systems have an audience, their target market. So it's funny, my calendaring tool, which is uh, another pay once and you have it, um, it actually was marketed towards uh, beauticians and salons. Oh. And so some of the features, I was like, well, why is somebody needing that? Like this isn't doing right. exactly what I, what I had envisioned using it for, but you know what? Let me see why they're saying to do it this way. And so when sure. I saw 
the back end, I was like, oh, you are focused on the beautician and the salon. So that's why they developed it the way they have. It okay. works for me and the way right. that I run my business, yes. but it may not work for you because you may need some other features that they don't have. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's true. why that Which process is, that? is so important. What's that called? Um, my, because you asked me, I'm like, what is my tool called? Girl, wait a second. Wait a second. Cause I talk about it all the time. Hold on. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> that's sad. I get it. Trust it just, me. It I have does what it's supposed to do. Thraft. Thraft. T-R-A-F-F-T. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have not heard of and that one. Okay, actually, okay. I'm gonna give y'all some. I'm gonna give y'all some game right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. About to come around. Thraft is AppSumo. They usually run AppSumo deals, and the way that it works on AppSumo is you can buy what is it called? Um, can't remember what it's called, but anyway, they're they're buckets of so you can go like level one level two and you can keep adding levels i okay. purchased a level two because of the features that i wanted on thraft right okay and so mm -hmm. i paid for that one time and i have it but okay. i could level up and in fact when i first bought it i think i bought level one and then they they added a new feature but it required another ticket right okay. i had run okay. out of the you got tickets for the, the features that you purchase. And when you got level one, I want to say you got 10 features, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so they added some additional features. I was like, oh, I want those features. And <laughs> right. so to get those features, I had to level up and to get the, um, I think I'm on unlimited features now or something like okay. that. So uh -huh. you just pay an additional for that set for another package on top. Sure. But you, you have it for the life. So until okay. I run out of tickets, I don't need to purchase another level. Does that make sense? Yes, and it I does. And I think the exactly. level I'm on now, I don't have to purchase anymore because I'm not a, I'm not a, like a business that works for other businesses. Like that. that needs, okay, got you, got mm -hmm. you. Okay, that sounds good. Let me ask you something. So you do, you, you've told us that you have a side hustle, you have a main gig. And you, and all of it's about process and making your life better. So how do you... Keep it all together. What is your kind of, uh, and don't give it all away because we're going to share some more things. Right, right. Right. Hold on, I can't get it all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do you keep it together though? I, I, um, I'm trying to think of a way to say this without giving it all away. Right. Um, I basically set rules for myself okay. and I map out my calendar in a way mm -hmm. that allows me to know how much time I have for certain buckets of my life, right? Mm -hmm. So every mm -hmm. part of my life has a specific bucket mm -hmm. of hours mm -hmm. and I know when that those hours are getting depleted. Mm -hmm. And I know when it, when one section of my life needs more hours than another, mm -hmm. and I try to make some shifts there. Now mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I'm lucky in the sense that my job, I am salary. So okay. I can shift my hours on my full-time job to a certain extent. Right. Sure. Yeah. Right. I can right. kind of shift those around as I need to, depending on what I have going on. Right. But I try to keep to the same buckets of hours right. throughout mm -hmm. um, and and build my life around that. When I, my calendar is booked, people don't know how what is booking it. Right. My sure. calendar is my calendar. Right. And mm -hmm. so 
what I took, you know, my threat, when you go to my account booking calendar, you see when I'm available to take on new clients. Right. I could be booked with other clients. I could be booked with full-time work. I could be bo- booked with family life. Right. I could be self-caring. You right. don't know. But the point is, is that I'm not available or I am available on these times at these days. Exactly. Um, right. So I really adhere to that. And occasionally I may have a client that has an emergency and they need to get in. And I try to adjust for that. But the the, the main rule is here's my availability. Right. Um, okay. If you want to get the time, you got to book early, right? Okay. To get right. the, mm-hmm. the optimal time. Yes. No, that's good. And we are going to talk more about that. I even teach when I teach time management, we teach I teach about this chunking technique and and part of what you're saying is about is the chunking technique where and I even mm-hmm. tell people, you know, don't bump one time up against another. You have to build in as I was telling my my son's fiance white space in your life because if yes. you don't you will stress yourself unnecessarily and so you can yeah. tell when those times are needed right if you're always right. late to everything if you're already always um rushing when it's yep. time to do something or you know yep. if i had been on this call you know coming on the call huffing and puffing because i waited till five o'clock to, like that would that would drive me nuts but if exactly. that's what you're seeing is happening in your life, you're, you're, these these what we call red flags are happening, yes. then that's a sign that, that you have a time management issue. That's and right. talking about, you know, being free, sometimes time management is not, you know, they said, well, it wasn't me. Well, right. you're allowing it in your life. So it is you, yes, right? That's right? Sometimes yep. you have to pull back and you have to address the elephant in the room. You have to, and it's not going to make everybody happy, but Who's more important right now, yourself and your peace and your job and your business or somebody's opinion? Right. And that's a hard that's a hard truth to face. <laughs> it's a hard truth to face, but it's one of the most most important truths we can it face is. if we are going to live in a happiness bucket. Believe it that. Is. It <laughs> is. It is. So we're not going to tell them. Yes, we're not going to talk anymore. Exactly. Um, before, <laughs> in fact, we're already at 29 minutes. So it's so fast, so fast. What I do want you to share, though, just overall, you know, we're talking about kind of shed, it's shedding season. That's that's your um, topic. So just share just generally some other things that you hope to um, inspire or motivate people with when we meet. Uh, I believe it's the second first week in December uh, for the shedding season week. I really want people to leave with a plan. That, that's my goal. Because uh, I think we we have 30, 30 minutes for our session. Um, yes. So I really want to teach people how to make a plan for what it is that they want to achieve in their life and how to look at using. Um... Dana, you got. 
Oh, here she is. It didn't like us. It didn't like us. <laughs> I said, I'm just going to wait. We're okay. I'm still recording, and then I okay. can just slice it together, okay. so we'll be okay. Yeah. Okay, so answer that question again, because i I got to get back on. Yes. So when we meet on December the 3rd, I think it's December the 3rd. It's the second, first week in December. Um, What do you hope to share with the people? Just generally, again, we don't want to give it all away because we do want you to register worldclasstraining.net forward slash SOAR. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, Yes, but just let us know what you hope to inspire people with, motivate them with around the things that they need to shed so that they can live their best lives in 2024. Right. So I know our session is about 30 minutes um, yes. during the event. And so I would love to get people to develop their plan of action, to really think through what it is that they want to achieve to, to start breaking those things down so that they can leave that session with a true plan that they can go and put into action when they leave. Yes. Because in the end, that's what it's all about. I can talk to them blue in the face about things you should do, but if exactly. you don't have a plan to, to handle it, it, you know, what, are you going to really achieve it or not? And most people don't. They do not. They absolutely do not. And you're so right. And I'm glad that you said that they are going to leave with a plan because everybody should know that each week we are taking real action steps. This is not going to be a training where you are going to sit and be listening to a download of information. I'm an interactive trainer. That's that's the thing that I do. And everybody who's coming as subject matter experts are bringing real information that is a part of their level of expertise. So I love that you're going to help them with the plan because you do have to have a plan. You can say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be more organized or I'm going to do things differently next year so that I can have, uh, you know, more time in my life. But if you don't make time for that, and I didn't ask right. you this question, but I want you to save it for when we meet. Do you even have to schedule time for love? Yeah. Yeah, now I don't put it on my calendar, right. but I have a mental, you know, I know when we haven't really been connecting or when right. I've been really booked over here, because a lot of times I get done and I'm tired and I'll yes. go to the bedroom and he's in the living room and we go to our corners and, we, you know, we're happy go lucky. But then there's right. times I'm like, you know what? No, I'm I'm not going to do this today. I'm not going to do that today. I'm going to spend some quality time with him in the living room or That's right. you know, we're gonna go do go out to eat or whatever that thing is. Right. Right. But you have to. And it's not necessarily you need to schedule it. Right. But you need to be cognizant about it and say, what are those buckets of time that yep. I want to dedicate to this? Right. In you know, each week. And so that's that may right. be, I want to spend at least three hours with my husband each week. That's just that's us, right. right? Without exactly. our daughter. Right. Um, or without other things being a part of that. And so I think that's right. important that you keep that in mind. It absolutely, yeah. I agree with you too. Um, and again, we'll probably tap on it a little bit more because uh, that's an important piece. I was sharing with my son's fiance. I said, you have to understand that and, and him, both of them, you know, as you all are entering into this marriage space, it's important that you're intentional about yeah. the time that you spend connecting with each other. Just like you're intentional about when they call you and they say, hey, I need you to come into work. Or this person says, hey, he plays yes. violin, I need you to come to this gig. You're like, I'm jumping at that. You got to jump at this too, because at the end of the day, y'all are going to be the ones sitting and they're going to be yeah. off somewhere. So if it's like you want to you, most mm -hmm. people put it on their calendar. The things yes. that are important to you, you schedule it. 
That's so if right. You, you know, that's I don't have to schedule that part of my life. But right. if you have to in, in order to make sure it gets done, then do it. You know, then you do don't it. have to exactly. put on the. If someone else can see your calendar, you don't have to put that on your. You don't have to put. Right. You know, loving with my time with Ray, Ray, Ray. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> but you can put on their personal time. You that's right. Don't block. You know, don't book or something so that you know that this is a non-negotiable. And yes. so you're going to get off work earlier. You're going to make sure that you don't have any other distractions and you can put your attention on whatever it needs to be on. Yes. And that is absolutely right. Yeah. So um, I'm excited to talk about that and the other things that we're going to discuss when we meet in a couple of weeks. I'm going to let you go. I just want to see if I can just share the calendar right quickly while you're here. Okay. So week one, we are locking in. That is when we are going to position ourselves and actually write our vision statements. Um, we will have not a whole vision board done, but we will know what we want the end of next year to look oh, like at the end good. of this one. Yes, because we have to start with that. Where are we heading, right? Mm -hmm. then so I can, is, I can build off of that. Okay, perfect. Our session and so that you're now taking that and getting deeper. Oh, perfect. Because we'll make sure then that they bring that back. And then, yes, yeah. we will talk about it's shedding season. So what do you have to get rid of? What kinds of things do you have to organize differently so that you can get there? Week three, what will it cost you? That's when Bill Braybaugh is, com Braybaugh is coming in from vision to reality to talk about our kind of financial picture. But and also um, what's it going to cost us in terms of resources and sacrificial mm -hmm. time in order to get what we want? And then the storm survival kit is going to be the fourth week. And then we'll have a release on December the 30th. So again, if you have not registered, make sure that you do that at worldclasstraining.net forward slash soar. Registration is open until Sunday, uh, November the 19th. So thank you so much for joining me today, Dana. I'm excited. for. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure this is going to be an amazing time that we'll have to help people to start the year. I decided to do this because I said, I don't want people to wait yes. until January to start trying to figure it out. We need to figure it out right yeah. now so that we I can love start the year running. Yeah. Most definitely. Yes. 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 So, um, Thank you so much again for being here. I appreciate you. Uh, everyone, again, please make sure that you go and register for uh, Free to Soar at worldclasstraining.net. And I'm just going to send you in the background, but don't leave, okay, because I'll wrap up and then I'll be back to you. Okay. So, yes, everybody, please make sure to go and register at worldclasstraining.net. I will show the banner one more time. These are some amazing speakers, as you can see. Um, amazing presenters. So we want to shift our lives and go to another level next year. And we're going to help you all to do that again. One more time. It is lock in. It's shedding season. What will it cost you? And then the storm survival kit. So again, worldclasstraining.net forward slash soar. Until next time, everyone, thank you much so much for joining. And remember, when you are better, we are absolutely better. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Leader's Lounge. Remember that the World Class Training Institute exists to help your organization maximize its greatest resource, which is human capital. And the way that we do that is through the delivery of our leadership and professional development training programs. To help your organization be its best, please access our worldclasstraining.net website and schedule time to have a conversation to see how we can help you maximize 
your greatest asset, which is human capital. And also, please feel free to pick up our book, which is Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. That's worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. And we can also come to your organization for any speaking engagements related to leadership and professional development. So until next time, remember, when you're better, we're better. Take care.